And now, the conclusion of The Unexplained. The Hawk. So now you guys have decided to humor Alexander and you started walking uh, uh, farther towards the light. So you start walking. I'm going to have all of you make a perception test. Before we start taking off the second time, I'm going to break out my compass while I can still see the light from the camp. Pass yep. my flashlight over real quick to luminesce the day glow on it and take a quick reading just in case he drags us off any further. I want to be able to make sure we can get back to camp. Okay. I got a superb. Right. Okay. Legendary. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> Fair. I'm sticking around with my my compass. <laughs> I'm looking at the EMF reader. <clears throat> Always got to make excuses. You did, you did a great yep. job at reading your compass. Yep. But job at noticing anything else all right so so here's what happens okay you took notice of your of your compass and and then you start walking you're assuming that anything you see is going to be just normal so that's why so you don't see anything out of the ordinary never aside do. from this light you don't know what it is but it's got to be something normal you're walking forward and you you, you go like maybe 20, 30, 40 more feet. The light seems to be about the same for all of you, except for Alexander. Alexander sees detail. It's it's like it's waiting for you. It's just standing there. And as you started walking, it got bigger and bigger because you're you're approaching it. It's taking on a vague humanoid form. I'm taking pictures and still okay. and still speaking to it. Give me a sign that you're sentient. It seems to raise its arms. Oh, amazing. That's, I raise my arms. You, the rest of you are just seeing a light that hasn't changed really at all. Carla, yes. however, you hear a sound off to the right, but you're not really sure what it is. It could be... The hoot of an owl, maybe? It, it has more in common with it from movies about people being being uh, in the jungle and you hear, you hear uh, apes um, making their noises. And uh, yeah, that, that, it, it sounds more like that, but you know, it, it wouldn't be an ape, right? So could it be a person making ape noises? Possibly. You know, it, it kind of sounds a lot like what Alexander had done earlier, no. but not Alexander. It's definitely not his voice. When Alexander did it, you could tell, you could hear his voice, you know, you know his, you know, his intonation and all. Yeah. But the, the, this is coming from somebody else. But you hear it coming from, from off to the right. You know that somewhere off to the right, there's water because it's been on your right the whole time. Can I see anything when I shine my flashlight? Uh, well, you, you see that you guys are a lot closer to the shore than, than you had thought. In fact, it's it's like, you know, another couple feet and you would have stepped in water. You know, because it's just kind of been gradually getting closer to you guys. You, you, so you see um, 
still water. Uh, when you first shown it, you thought you might have seen a quick flash of eye shine. Yeah, which is the reflection of light off your off of eyes, right? And, um, in the water or on the other side of the... No, it's hard to tell because, you know, you, you just shown it and it was in the distance okay. there. And it's hard to tell if where the end of the water is, you know, the other side. But probably it's probably more likely to be the other side because because it suddenly vanished. Like, as soon as, the, as, soon as you saw it, it vanished. And, uh, like, you scared whatever it was. And you didn't hear a splash or a plunk or, or and you don't you're not seeing any ripples in the water. So whatever it was probably was on the other side. I'm gonna look at Alexander. Um, mm-hmm. Alexander, I I know you're in the middle of something. I know you're trying to become one with the light, but communicating with the beyond. I understand. Carlo. Can you do me a favor? And I hate to ask this. Can you make the Bigfoot sound again? Just do that call. I must hold my bat and my camera. And I look at the light. I say, one moment. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) And I take my bat back and my camera. I'm just going to see if I hear any response. Continue communicating with the light. When you did that, the light vanished. And then I just slowly look at Carla. I'm, I'm sorry, but I thought I heard a sound from across the water, and it sounded like your call from before. Did you not see the shape, the humanoid shape inside the light? No, it looked it like a small been. light far away. It hasn't changed for me since. I don't know what you're seeing. A person. It could have been an angelic being. It could have been a spirit manifesting I itself. I saw nothing. I heard something. And I was trying to test my theory. Yay, she drank the Kool-Aid. I'm going back to my turkey. Oh, wait a moment, Jack. Yeah, just one more minute. What if there's a Sasquatch? Give me your bat what? so I can use it against him. What does light have to do with a Sasquatch? It's got nothing at all to do with a Sasquatch. Then let's not confuse the two, please. I I beg your pardon, Mr. Yeah, Benson. Yeah, pick your crazy. <laughs> <laughs> let's concentrate on the light. Pick the light crazy. is gone. It disappeared. Get it back. Well, that narrows your crazy, doesn't it? How do I? How do you propose I get the light back? How did you get to see this manifestation that none of us saw? Because I have incredible perception, legendary, if you will, amongst my peers. How did I know he's gonna throw that out there? Please. Yeah, it's all four of them. The one time. Please return. I did not mean to frighten you off with the call of the Sasquatch. Are you heading back to camp? Or yes, you... I am. I've been I've been making snide comments over my shoulder, but I turned okay. my headlamp on and I'm walking back to camp. Okay. All right. Slowly. So... I'm not going quickly. I'm just slowly heading my way back to camp. If they follow, they follow. If they don't, well, you know, more turkey for me. Okay. All right. So you're heading back to camp. Uh, the rest of you, are you staying with Alexander, or they may not even notice I left? <laughs> oh, I've noticed. It's quieter. I'll stay with Alexander for a little while. See if we get some more readings. To determine what I want to do is, do you see? Does the light come back after you called for it again? Do you see it over there? Shh, be quiet. Do not. Okay. 
I'm gonna follow Jack. Any anything uh, in response to the Sasquatch call? Nothing in response to the Sasquatch call. I'm gonna I'm gonna head back to camp. Pan around with the flare, Scott. Pull out the flare and start panoraming around. Okay. You see, um, it's a swamp, so there's going to be lots of variations in color. You you see, you uh, anything that's living as you're as you're panning around, seem to be a, a size that you would normally expect okay. from for this time of night. Um, uh, until you do see one one shape that's sort of in the direction of where the light was, but it's kind of off to the left some, so it's farther from the shore, but it's heading towards the shore. And it's very bear-shaped, and not terribly far away either, like maybe 20 feet away. I think we got bear coming. (laughs) Is it on four legs? Yes. Yes, Sasquatch do not go on four legs. I learned that from my brother. I think that's time to move. Your brother knows about Sasquatch. No, he knows about bear. About bear. Well, Jack... There's a Jack. Where'd everybody go? Okay, uh, Jack. Yep. So you're walking back alone. I, I know I know that Carla went to follow, but that was a little bit after. Yep. So you're so you're walking back to camp. You can you can see the, the fire, but it's quite a ways away now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys have been going farther and farther away. But but you're but you can see it. So you, you're not too concerned. Um, and you walk it along, and you hear a sound off to, uh, it would be your right, because now that you're heading back, the water's off to the left, mm-hmm. uh, inland is to the right, to your right, and up ahead, kind of, you hear a sound, sound of something large moving, probably a bear. Do you look? Do you? Yeah, well, I'll look that way, and I'll just go, hey, bear, hey, bear, okay. just me, hey, bear. Make a perception roll. Uh, that's plus one, so that is going to be a great. Okay, so what you see is something about seven to eight feet tall, walking on two legs, black, bulky, and you think it's furry, and its arms and legs are swinging as it walks. And that's what you see until it gets swallowed up um, by by trees and, you know, kind of goes behind trees and, and stuff. But that's what you saw. And you feel pretty confident that that's what you saw. Hmm. But it was only for a couple moments. I'll have to share that with Alexander when he gets back. Okay. I'll watch for it. I mean, is it passing in front of me towards the water? Or uh, it, perpendicular? it was off. It was going kind of perpendicular, like it's heading back towards camp, but kind of, kind of like maybe twenty feet off to the right, and and it seemed to be kind of going farther out, angling away. Okay, yeah, angling away. Yeah, yeah. So that that's what it was doing, and then it, it then it kind of goes out of sight because because of distance and and uh, trees and such. Yeah, I'll stop real quick. I'll reach in my pocket. I'll pull out a string of. Um of my surveyor's tape, my bright orange surveyor's tape, and take a couple steps toward that direction. Not very far, but just note, okay, it's going to be from camp from here. It's at about a 45-degree angle. From here, I'm going to tie a piece of of the surveyor's tape, and then right where I'm standing, and then walk about maybe 10 feet, 
tie another piece of surveyor's tape, and then get back on trail and head back. So that way I have a line to follow tomorrow morning for for my people that will think that whatever it was. I mean, the nighttime, it could be up on a rock. It looks seven feet tall. It was probably a bear foraging, maybe. Who knows? You know, I didn't see, okay. any, I didn't see any detail. Could have been pretty much anything. Shadows make things look longer than they really are. So between the moonlight and stuff. So, yeah, okay. Well, I'll let them check it out in the morning. So you head back. You got about halfway back to the camp when all of a sudden you hear Chris's voice crying out loudly in kind of a croaky yell, whistle, whistle, over and over and over again. That's odd, but I'll break into a sprint and head okay. for camp. You all hear it. Carla, you, you definitely hear it because you're a lot closer than uh, the rest of them. I'm going to sprint as well. Okay. And what do you guys do? I I look at Scott. Say Someone is in distress. Scott, we must rescue them. And then I reach up and I click on the LED lights on the front of my hat. Follow me. And I'm following. And okay. uh, I'm going to, for lack of a better term, run. Back to camp? Back to camp. Okay, because um, I can never, I can never assume that with you. Can't <laughs> <laughs> um, assume anything that the hole is locked. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Jeff, you are out there. You hear the thrumming, and it seems to be getting a bit louder. And you, you think you saw the shape, and you shone the light. You, you told, you told him to go running back, and and to start yelling whistle, and so you shine the light. And okay, sure. What you thought was a person turned out, or what you thought was an alien, turned out to only be a tree. But <laughs> you think you see something peeking out from the other side of that tree. Of course, I'm going to call out to it. Alien, I'm a friend. As long as you're not working for the government, I'm a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you can come out. I only have one digital camera. <laughs> you don't get a reply. Okay, I'm gonna go. I also have a whistle. I also have a whistle. I'm trying to keep my eyes on it. And at this uh, point, yo, at this point, you do start hearing Chris crying whistle. No, I'm trying to be less chaotic. My thought was Jeffrey runs back because he heard whistle and that's the alert. But no, 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 no. no aliens <laughs> are in front. <laughs> so since aliens are in front of me, I'm just going to keep yelling whistle and keep my eyes on the alien or the thing peeking out behind the tree. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and shift the camera at my feet to kind of position upwards. So it's not, I get some proof maybe. Mm -hmm. And now my feet smell like uh, pheromones. So <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> You, you think as you're staring at that tree, not letting your eyes go away from it, you think you see a faint glow, a greenish glow coming from behind that tree. I, oh, so stupid. This is exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> um, with the camera in place, Jeffrey's going <laughs> to yell whistle one last time and start charging towards the tree going, friendly, whistle! <laughs> I'm going to go look. Okay, all right. We've never had a party member abducted before. <laughs> <laughs>
you go running to it and yeah okay jack and carla you can now hear jeffrey's voice off from that other direction far off to the right you know kind of like maybe where that that strange animal you saw jack was heading um and uh yelling what was it aliens whistle yeah all, all of that um and uh Chris is still yelling whistle. So um, do you change direction? Do you go to camp? What do you do? Well, camp is lit, and there is supposed to be a couple of people at camp, although I hear one of them off in the woods somewhere yes. yelling stuff, whistle, alien, uh, friendly alien whistle. Uh, I think he's delusional, and there was some kind of animal moving through the woods, so I'm going to cut the corner. Around right. around the you know the top and head for the yells off in the woods as opposed to the bright lit area where the camp is. All right, Carla, you hear Jack's footsteps heading off in that, cutting the corner, heading off towards uh, Jeffrey's calls. You see his light heading in that direction, but Chris is still at the camp uh, in hysterics. What do you do? I'm following Jack. Chris okay, so be, Chris will be fine. Us. Chris can handle himself. All right. Yeah, he's a trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. Um, now, you guys um, waited long enough that you are far enough behind Carla and Jack that you don't notice that they had turned and went off that way. Okay? Um, you're mostly hearing Chris at this point. Okay, so, so I assume you're heading straight back to camp. Yep. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, you're dying to know what's what's uh, what's behind this tree. Yes. You get to the tree, and here is what you see. First, there's no creature behind behind the tree. However, what there is is a glow stick hanging from a branch. Uh. It's pretty dim, so it's been there for many hours you know they can glow like eight to ten eight to twelve hours you know d- d- depending on how big it is how good it is and that this is a big one and so it was probably a lot brighter hours ago but uh right now it's 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 getting kind of dim so it's been there a long time jeffrey's heart just sinks there's so <laughs> much hope so much hope on that run up to that tree and of course, it's glowing green. Yeah, I mean, it made sense. I think Jeffrey's going to take the glow stick down and start walking back towards the camera because there's a little bit of shame in Jeffrey's gate now. Okay. <laughs> and I want to okay. delete that footage before I end up being an asshole. And as you, reach, as you reach the camera, Jack comes in, comes into view, and you hear the sound of somebody else running behind him towards you. So Jack now sees you standing there hold, holding the camera and and the glow stick. You have not yet deleted the the uh, footage. Jeff, are you all right? I Yes. I was pretty sure I saw an alien and uh it turned out to be a glow stick. It's in my hand. <laughs> He's going to walk up to you. He's shirtless, by the way. He's going to walk up to you, um, stand 
nose to nose with you, look down at you and go, you are so close to being slapped. You made me charge. You charge through, I charge through the woods thinking you're in danger and you were attacked by a glow stick. Now, now, Jack. Now, now. Relax. Yeah, but there was a humming. There was a humming noise too. There was like a whoa, 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 whoa. And the glow stick didn't do that. So a bug near your ear well, decided no, Chris, to. Chris heard it too. Chris can vouch for me that this, that that noise was there. Yeah, the woods are full of bugs. Not. Do you see how much deed I have on me? There's not a bug in sight. Find a bug near me. That's true. Maybe it's going woo 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 because it was in its death throes. Would you uh, use the whole is... bottle? Oh yeah. You gave it to him <laughs> willingly, Jack. Listen, back off. I didn't think it was going to bathe in it. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure Chris is all right. Please do. All right. So you all go back to camp. Yeah. All right. So um, so you all go back to camp. Chris is fine. He's he's calmed down a lot more because uh, Alexander and Scott showed up before you guys did, and everybody stopped stopped yelling and and you know Jeffrey's no longer yelling uh, wi- uh whistle and you've all rejoined. Uh, so he's feeling a whole lot better. He's calming down quite nicely. Um, you do notice that a leg has been torn off of your chick, your turkey, <laughs> but otherwise, it's it's been cooking fine. There you go, and that's 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 where you guys are at this point. So that glow stick must have come from somewhere, and maybe it came from the other team. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It was. It's a standard thing we pack. Says Chris. Did you recognize that sound then, Chris? Would that have been something your team might have packed too? What sound? That that sound that we heard. The sound that we heard. The woo 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 woo. What sound? Oh, what, come what sound on, man. You, what, what's, <laughs> you can't do that to me. I didn't hear any woo woo. You were right next to me. Were you right next to me? I don't even know well, anymore. I was right behind you until you told me to go. Tell them about the lights you saw in the sky then. Well, th- those were in the sky? Yeah. Those were stars. You told me not to look at the stars. Uh, <laughs> but the deet. And I'm going to run. Jeffrey's going to run over to the deet and go, but the deet. It has now soaked into the ground. <laughs> Jeffrey starts digging. <laughs> Jeffrey. It's here. Jeffrey. It's here. Jeffrey, can I, can I have the bottle of deet, please? <laughs> yes. Should have listened Thank to you. me the first time. And I when we get off. back, I'm going to give you a pamphlet on huffing. Uh, it um it you know all the stuff that you've gotten on your face the the turkey grease the um the deet it's kind of starting to irritate your skin you know it probably has been for a little while but you know now you're noticing it okay uh, I feel like I should go wash this off my face now I'm gonna go hit the water and get this all off. You're gonna wash your face with swamp water. Yeah, I don't that's probably... think that's. I think that's a poor idea, Jeffrey. We must have a bottle of water with us somewhere that you can use. Oh yeah. Well, we don't want to use drinking water. Do you have soap? It's an oil. Water's not going to do anything. You need soap to remove the oils from your skin. Soap is a social construct. So are Doritos. Would you care for a chip? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, add spicy barbecue to his inflamed lips. That's a great idea. <laughs> <Constructs>. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, if no one else has any ideas for how to do water, I'm going to use swamp water to get the stuff off my face. <laughs> yeah, but he just said water's not going to work, though. You need soap. Water's just going to make it worse, and swamp water's going to make it ten times worse. You're going to get, like, leeches in your face. Oh, I have. Well, he's probably already going to get some kind of disease, but most of them from the swamp water don't kick in till about 72 hours. I, so I got, I got a little Then bottle, the dysentery will start. A little so. bottle of hand sanitizer. Uh, that might help a little. Great, let's rub that all over my face. Yeah, Sounds it's, like it's got fun. alcohol in it. Yeah, that'd Just be fun to watch as no, much as I can. No, that, that, that won't help at all. He needs he needs soap. He needs something like that. I'm just going to take a beef piece of beef jerky from my bag and start scraping it down my face does, to try and get it off. Does anybody have a shaving kit? Perhaps we could spray some shaving cream all over his face and then give why him a proper scrub. Why would we have scrub. that out here? Yeah, I was going to say, why would we pack a shaving Somebody kit? Somebody would have soap. Somebody, some at least one of you would have soap. I'll have you know I shave every day. But you must have some with you. Why don't yes. you look through your bag and see what you have? One moment, please. Before you douse yourself in swamp water and get some sort of amoebic disease from it. Okay, well, this is starting to tingle. So, and by tingle, yes. I mean burn. Close your eyes and your mouth. Pinch your nose. I'm going to spray my Barbasol all over your face. And I'll spray it on his face. And then I'll look at Scott and say, Do you have a toothbrush? Not with me. Or bring a toothbrush with you? No. You didn't plan on brushing your teeth. I got these strips you put in your mouth and you're fine. No, it is not the no. That's for your breath. That's for your breath, <laughs> not your teeth. I'm only out here for a couple days. We don't know that. Anyway. I wonder where that stench was coming from. Did you bring a toothbrush? Yes, I did actually. May I have it for a moment? No. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, well, the Barbasol's gotta be burning. I'll take <laughs> I need it for my teeth. I'll take my ascot off and I'll grab Jeff by the back of his head and I'll do that thing like moms do when they're trying to wash their toddler's face. I'll give it a real quick scrub while he's squirming his face around. I'll try to hold him as best I can. And and that probably does... It'll take all the blisters right off. Does most of the work is the scrubbing. All right, and so, I'll just grab uh, a bottle of water and I'll squeeze it on his face. There you uh, go. That is a little better. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Stop rubbing All your right. eyes, Jeffrey. You're going to get right. it in your eyes. <laughs> Hands up. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you guys want to do this night? Um, uh, you know, you don't see anything more at this point. I'll wait till morning before I tell Alexander about my sighting. Okay. And I will sit down and start carving pieces off the turkey. Putting, on, putting on the plate, make sure they're fully cooked. I'm just going to mound it up on a, on a plate and let everyone pick at it as they, as they see fit. All I'm right. going to listen to EVPs. All right. Oh. And I'll, I'll listen with you while we're eating turkey. Yeah. There's no crunching right. in turkey. So, um... Funny bones, which like one. So you eat, so you eat turkeys, and you listen to EVPs. And here's the interesting thing: at first, you don't hear anything with with the first few things that you say. At some point, you think you hear a voice speaking, and you're both able to hear it. Both of you make a perception roll. Heroic. Great. Nice. 
Okay. Yeah, you both definitely hear it. It definitely sounds like a person talking. Um, Scott, you think it's a sound of like maybe an adult male, but you can't understand what's being said. You're not picking out words, but you think there are words there. You just don't know what they are. Um, Alexander, um, again, you also think it's an adult male. You you are absolutely certain it's human. You are picking out words, but you don't know the meanings of these words because they sound what um, you've always heard on TV and stuff um, of examples of Native American speak. You know, it's uh, you don't know which Native American language it is, but you know that King Philip's War was fought between, you know, just a, a certain couple tribes and and settlers and the Wampanoag was the biggest one. So it could be that, you know, a good part of it was fought in this, in this area, just the whole Bridgewater, Taunton, Rehoboth area. To you, it sounds like it's some kind of Native American speak. And unfortunately you can't understand any of it, but it does seem to be trying to reply to what you're saying, but there's no guarantee it knew what you were saying either. Do you hear that? Almost certain. Native American. I believe we made contact with the spirit of a long dead Native American. Obviously, you don't understand what he's saying. I I do not. Do you think the Googles would know if you could hear it? Googles, perhaps. Let's get it recorded to a phone and see if that will work. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, so so you would try to so it, this involves Alexander trying to pick out specific words hopefully is saying them right and then you got to voice to text or try to transpose it and type it in Google translate you try and you you can't seem to get anything anything clear from um but but you do manage to get a few words uh something about Leave, land, hours, things like that. And that's about all you manage to get. We should take this to someone more fluent than Google. See if they can translate this better. Do you have anybody in mind? Because I sure don't. I'll, I'll use my contacts at the community college. We'll do just that. But the mystery still remains is what happened to Christopher's colleagues that's what i want to know but we'll be at the campsite tomorrow early very good we're not far away then perhaps we should turn in get a good night's okay. rest and continue our journey in the morning i'm gonna grab a couple extra slices of turkey and uh, go into my tent sounds good all yeah. right so morning comes around apparently jack knows how to cook turkey because none of you are sick. I can cook anything uh, on an open fire. Jeffrey's face is still tingling. <laughs> but 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 now smells more like barbasol and less like deep. Um uh your Pressure. shoes still stink though. Um and your hands are are you know still, oh, still yeah, like under the nails and everything. Yeah. 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 It, it'll take a while to come off. And so now it's time to move on. Before we take off, I'm going to go down to my two pieces of surveyor's tape, find my position, 
figure out about how far I think it was and look in that immediate area to see if I can find any footprints. Okay, do a survival. While he's doing that, I'm just going to collect my cameras and just swap out the cards and batteries. Sounds good. Let's see it. Plus and one I'll survival. Put the femur on away for his back in their Ziploc bag. I rolled awesome. a superb. You rolled a superb. Well, you find something. Have you told anybody No, else I haven't told anyone yet. I just went out okay. there to a couple of pieces of surveyor tape and kind of lined things up and then slowly trucked yep. forward, and I'm, I'm checking the ground out while they're... I mean, I... All I had to do was just roll up my hammock. You know, I okay. wouldn't leave my, grab my paracord. It took me for a whole whopping five minutes to, you know, break my camp. So right. while they're and still so diddling with their tents and, and whatnot, I'm going to go out there yep. and take a look and, and see what's going on. If someone comes out to see what I'm doing, that's up to yep. them. I mean, it is wide open, but. Right. Probably somebody's there uh, heating water for co- for instant coffee or something, mm-hmm. you know, while you're doing, while they're doing that, you're doing this. Yep. All right. So, um, what you actually find are some footprints and this is not on that hill uh this is um inland that's that that is more spongy and moist like most of the uh land in this area that isn't on rock you see footprints and they look kind of big sort of kind of vaguely humanoid shape but extremely big well, I'm going to reach in my wallet, pull out a dollar bill, set it alongside the footprint. Uh, if there's more than one, I'll do it, you know, and take a picture yep. with my phone of Therefore, of each of the, if, you know, the, the clear footprints that I find. Right. Laying right. a dollar bill next to each one for a, for a size reference, because everyone knows a dollar bill is exactly six inches long. So, Right. No idea. You didn't know that? No idea. Yeah, dollar bill is six inches long. There, you learn Didn't something new every day. I try to learn it before 9 o'clock so I can be ignorant and happy the rest of the day. So I will snap my photos and take down my surveyor's tape and it's like, okay, okay. make make note of the on the GPS as a waypoint. Yeah. Uh, put in a note, um, creature walking across the, the swamp, and then head back to the group. Sounds if I good. tell Alexander or even Scott about this, and even Jeff about this. They're going to go off on a wild goose chase, and we need to find people first. I'll tell them later. We can come back and check for whatever it was later. All right. So you ha- you all head off, and you're following um, you're following Chris's expert um, directions, and it's a it's a nice day out. Uh, a little bit overcast, but not bad. Uh, doesn't look like rain. You're walking along. And you finally come to what is quite obviously a campsite. It is kind of on sort of a, a section of land that it, that extends outward into the water, you know, kind of like a like a tiny um, peninsula. Uh, peninsula type thing. Yeah. And um, they, they've set up their tents like at the beginning of it where it's definitely on land. But but they have um, you can see that there's there's a, a tripod on the peninsula pointing out into the out at the water except it's fallen over. All of the tents are like completely unzipped and they're flapping or and like you know they're kind of flapping in the breeze. Uh, there are four tents, uh, although there were three people who came out there. 
Uh, Chris says, Chris says, yep, yeah, okay, so all four tents are here. One of them's for gear. And that's what you see. Um, you do not see any people. There is, uh, you see a fire pit. You see all the tents are kind of arranged so, so that they're sort of pointing at the fire pit. You know, they're, they're openings in sort of a semicircle facing towards the water. You know, but kind of towards the the fire, but in that direction towards the water. So that way they, they can like look out look out their door out at the water. Where I'm, the I'm gonna is. check the fire pit and see if there's any hot embers still in the fire pit. Or okay. if, uh, or if there's any rocks underneath, if there's still warm or hot rocks underneath. Uh, no, but definitely there has been fire within the past few days, but there was not a fire last night or the night before. Can I check um, around the tents and the campsite just to see if I can see any evidence of footprints or something being tampered with? Okay. Uh, looking for footprints, that would be survival. Looking for just uh, things tampered with on the, you know, like equipment or tents or whatever, uh, that would be perception. Can I roll both? Yes, you can do both. All right. So for <clears throat> survival, <laughs> that's a terrible. You find but no footprints. Somehow they set up their camp, but we're never here. And for perception, <laughs> superb. Superb. Okay. It looks like there was some kind of tampering there was there was there was uh, it doesn't look like this was like the place was just abandoned you know like like uh like the marie celeste was where where the boat looked where the boat looked pretty much normal like everyone was just gone it's not like that it's more like people left in a hurry and they threw and and they were looking for they were trying to gather up whatever they needed and they, and so like there, there's like um the sleeping bag is like thrown to one side like like someone was like looking for something in a hurry and and tossed it to one side to get to get at something that was underneath it or beside it or something like that you know it was it was like very chaotic people in a hurry and stuff like that. That's what that's what you're seeing. And you go to superb, you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it does look like the camp has been has had been lived in for the for the uh, three days that they had been there before they stopped reporting in. When you went into one of the tents, there is blood spattered all over the inside of it, and the sleeping bag is missing. And it looks like the sleeping bag was dragged out of the tent with something heavy on it, because it made a because it made a uh, a line, a, you know, a, a it made a trail in the in the blood. Got you. Um, so I have my forensic kit with me. Um, yes. Is there anything in my forensic kit that I can test to see if this is animal blood or human blood? I will say, hmm, animal blood or human blood. Sometimes they just does, have does like your, a... Does your kit uh, tell you what type blood is? A, B, yeah. A negative? If you come up with one of those, it might that. be positive. If it does, comes up with un, inconclusive, it's probably animal. Yeah, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to you. Yeah, what he said. Um, it'll tell you what type or inconclusive. You know, you, it's, it's like... A, um, what do you mean, roll for that? 
Uh, yeah, I would say uh, I think you have forensic science. Oh. I think it's under science, and then in print, and then it says forensics ah, written. I see. Okay. Nice roll. Thanks. Uh, heroic. Heroic. Okay. So because you don't have a lab, you're not going to be able to get anything 100% accurate. Mm. You you feel pretty confident this is human blood. Okay. So, guys, I found something over here. I'm pretty sure my test kit says this is human blood, but there's blood all over in this tent. I'm guaranteeing oh. that something was dragged out. I think on the uh, sleeping bag, because I can tell there's drag marks through the blood. So that's ominous. Just a little bit. <clears throat> so on that tripod that was uh, tipped over, is there a camera still connected to it? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna but go... it's been kind of it's been kind of like stomped on and stuff. I'll look for the memory card. Pull the memory card if there isn't. Put it in my camera and view the footage if there's any. <laughs> okay. You apparently have an assistant. Do you have to do that? <laughs> and anytime? what is um? Your nervous crunches kill me. I want to know if it's aliens that abducted them, Sasquatch that murdered them, them sconded with the woman. If he is sconded with the woman, why are all of them gone? Okay, Good so question. so so you're doing that. What is everybody else doing while while he is checking out that that camera's um, memory card? I'm standing like over to... Scott's shoulder, crunching uncomfortably close to his ear, and oddly awesome. enough, I'm eating peanut butter cups. <laughs> How do they crunch? Exactly. Oh. He has a superpower. He finds a way. <laughs> I, I'm going to take one of those peanut butter cups and eat it. I'm going to make my way around around crunch. the camp, the perimeter of the camp, maybe about 50 feet away from the tents, uh, all the way around the the tip to the tip of the peninsula, and then around the back of the tents, trying to find uh, a group of tracks, a drag mark, broken twigs, some some sign that a large group or a large animal or something came this way. Okay. All right. Make uh, make a uh, survival. Ooh, nice. That is a heroic. That is a heroic. Okay. So here is here is what you see. You see lots of tracks. Okay. You see some that that look older, like like maybe during the the first three days of of uh, normalcy. You see their booted footprints going in in and out and around the camp and they seem pretty straightforward pretty what you would expect from people camping in the same place for several days okay latrines over there they've been dumping their old food over there yeah uh, so okay yep 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 that kind of thing and with, with the occasional trip to where where the cameras are and they also had four cameras set up um, mo most of which have fallen down uh, one, there's a tripod, but there's no camera. You what, know, whatever cameras I find, I'm going to pick up and take back. Okay, but one thing you do see is uh, the drag marks of that sleeping bag leaving camp, heading towards the water, but not on that little peninsula. Okay, I will put up a little piece of surveyor's tape. Yeah, and then finish my my circumference of the rest of the camp in okay. case there was other signs and okay. to see if I can find other cameras. Yep. And you do see other signs. Um, you see, you see the signs of, and these are the freshest prints, some booted, some barefoot prints 
running around rather chaotically. They're, they're running here, they're running there, uh, often running to the edge of the water. There, there were, at one point, it looks like all three of them had run barefoot to the edge of the water on the peninsula. Like, like they had run out to the edge of the water and stopped and were just like looking out like they had seen something and they went out there to look. But the most recent ones were of, were of footprints kind of running around, one set uh, running out into the woods. And that was a set of booted uh, footprints heading off, heading off uh, kind of opposite the direct opposite the um, uh, uh, peninsula. Put another piece of tape on that spot. Okay. And that's what you see. All right. Then I'll head back to camp. Um, in the camera, you see uh, the, the, the cameras, the cameras out there and, and you're looking and there's, it, it's seeing nothing. It's seeing nothing. You see a bird fly by, you see stuff like that. You see uh, one of them come walking out. Uh, looking out at the water, uh, then he turns and comes over and adjusts the camera. Then then walks walks away. It's one of the guys. One of the there there were two guys and one woman, and you know you you see a, a lot of that kind of stuff in throughout the three days. All normal stuff. At one point, the three of them all ran past the camera. And um, and it looks like they had just climbed out of the... It's at night. It's dark, but this is a night vision camera. Um, or it's on night vision mode. And they come running past it. Uh, the camera wobbles a bit. When they do, they stop at the edge of the water. They're staring out at the water. And and they're, they're pointing and they're obviously talking. But th- But these are cameras that do not have audio. So you don't hear what they're saying, but it looks like they had they had either heard something or seen something, and then there's there's some pointing, you know. They're they're definitely seeing something now, but maybe it was a sound that that got the, their attention, and now they're looking. But but after a while, they turn and then they then they head back. The next thing you see is it's it's morning. You see shadows of like. People running or walking around behind the camera, but all you can see is a little bit of shadow play um, as the sun's coming up. And then at one point, one of them runs out to the water and starts waving, is like waving and calling and jumping up and down like, like he sees, it's one of the guys, like he sees something out on the water and is trying to get get its attention but you don't see anything out on the water the water looks quite placid and then then he turns around and he looks terrified and then he sees something uh behind the camera look he he looks really terrified about it and goes running off the peninsula which means he runs past the camera and that's what knocks it over okay Um, okay and so now you're just kind of looking looking at dirt yep so with that i'll just I'll, Alexander's there. I'll call Jeffrey and Carla over, and we'll rewatch everything, uh, just to yeah. go through it once again. So, okay. so you that you guys all see that? Do we see a shadow of the thing he was frightened of? 
Good question. Well, you, you you saw shadow of movement, but you don't you don't. It, I just it, didn't it, know if like it came up, but like came up, and then that you can see like his shadow in the camera from yeah. what he's frightened. Uh, but it was a small small uh, no, just just like kind of on the ground, okay. you know. That you, you could see, and it was just enough to see that there was something moving behind the camera, but you can't really get any shape. You know, the the shadows would not be very distinct at that time of day. Is there any indication that he was chased by anything? Like, do we see a pair of feet or something going by the camera that's been knocked over? Oh, there, there are footprints all over the place. But what about, like, feet passing by the camera while it was still on, laying on the ground? Uh, booted footprints. There are bare footprints. There are um, all, all human, normal human size. Um, all the booted, all the boot tracks seem to be of the same of the same three sets of boots. Um, the, the, the footprints seem to be of the appropriate size for fitting into those boots. That's what you're seeing. I'll come back into camp with an armload of cameras. Did you say three? I found three. Three, three, yeah. Okay. And there was one tripod that didn't have a camera on it at all. So mm -hmm. then I'll, I'll leave the, the tripod, but then I'll come back with an armload of cameras. Well... I don't know what you're watching there, but you might want to see what's on these. And I'll start going through those as well. I think right, I, I think I found the direction they dragged something on. Someone or something was dragged off over there by that little piece of yellow tape over there. And mm -hmm. someone went running pell-mell out of here as best they could in boots off where that pink piece of tape is hanging over there. And I'll give you a summary of what you see on the, on the film, uh, on all the cameras. Uh, again, the three the three days you you get to see um, the faces of the three people: um, uh, Belinda, uh, Carrie, and Bob. Chris sees them. He's like, "Yep, yep, yep, that's them." And uh, you know, you get pretty familiar with them at, as you're watching the events of the first three days. And then it's after that that things start to go. Um, bonkers um the cameras do see motion of something outside like just something in the kind of on the edge of of sight on uh just outside the camp on the edge of sight the, these are the cameras that are pointing away from from the peninsula out into the woods it's hard to say what it is, but something something big moving around out there. And you can definitely get the impression that they're terrified of it. And th this is actually in uh, during the last day, the third day. Um, in, in the third day or um, like late afternoon before evening, they 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 see that. You know, there's this motion and you see them go out and they, they look around a bit, but they seem cautious about going any farther because whatever it is, is kind of biggish, um, could be a bear, but, uh, but it's hard to say it was moving maybe a little faster than a bear. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't moving like, like a bear if it was like foraging or whatever, um, it was it's whatever it was was moving with purpose and you couldn't really see any detail um just a dark shape moving 
because it's always at the per, always at the far edge and it's between trees and stuff it's where the trees get darker and then that day you see uh one of them the first day where they where there's no contact you pretty much see nothing out of those cameras until you see one person come running out of the camp he he says hey that's bob and uh bob goes running out of the camp he 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 just books it off into into the woods and running kind of madly you can see definitely where he goes where in in exactly what direction he goes in and then that's the last you see then there's nothing more okay do we follow the drag mark and see if that person's alive or do we follow bob see if he's alive or do we split up in two groups we can split up in two groups no yes of course jeff can track he works at a sporting goods store i can track okay but i don't want to go alone that didn't mean split up and just leave me alone again oh no i'll go with you don't worry oh well why don't you take the path that's more most obvious and follow bob you can see which direction he went on the on the video i'm down for that okay so Jeffrey and Alexander follow Bob. I'm going to head um, off and try to follow the drag marks. And whoever wants to come with me, it's fine. As he slowly turns and looks at Carla. Does anyone want to follow Jack? Yeah, I'm going to follow Jack. I'm going to. The only reason why I'm choosing this is because I have a gun and we're going towards the drag mark area. So he okay. needs me for protection. Yeah, yeah. Convince yourself of that. He I will. A gun. <laughs> what? What? Call me this, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. saying he needs protection, so he needs my gun. <clears throat> so that's why I was going to go that way. Perhaps Chris can stay at the camp in case any of his his colleagues return. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah, I'll stay at the camp, Chris says. And what about Scott? You haven't said what you do. Uh, Scott's going with, I hate to say it, <laughs> Alexander. Mm. Ah, okay, so Alexander, Jeffrey, and Scott. Head off to follow Bob. Why are you and, leaving me alone with him? And, uh, Jack and Carla go the other. Follow the follow the drag marks. You did that on purpose. Scott. You two always end up alone. I don't know what it is. I wonder. Um, it's right. called destiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You wanted to protect them. Don't fight it. Um, Scott, do you have a firearm or something with you? No. See, I he don't. doesn't have a gun. I'll pull out my 45. Oh, shit. Rack around, put the safety on. You remember how to use yes. this, right? Yep. All right, here's the two spare clips. I'll take those. I expect it back. You'll have it back. I, I have wanna, my bow. I don't want to pay I for it. I have my buoy. That's all I need. May I have a gun, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're incompetent and will harm someone <clears throat> or yourself. Straightforward. Ooh, that's reason. No, no, no. You cannot have a gun. I have my bat. You have your bat and you have your whistle. You'll be fine. I gave my whistle to Jeffrey. You're going with Jeffrey, so Jeffrey still has the whistle. Oh, I did I did throw the whistle at a light. I saw, I saw a light, and I threw the whistle. <laughs> I got that at the campus safety def- self-defense class. Is that why you guys were screaming whistle instead of using the whistle? Oh, now it makes sense. Yeah, we had to get... Yeah, so remember, Chris... Yell whistle, and then we'll come running. 
Yes. Or, or look for a whistle. There's probably some stuff in the tents. Don't go in the one tent with the drag marks. You probably don't want to see that. And, and the blood. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But the gear tent maybe has a whistle or something you can make noise with. Or just, just yell words and we'll hear you. Chris, did any of your group bring any firearms? Was any of them competent enough to have a firearm? No, we didn't bring firearms. Um, okay. But, I mean, we had a hatchet for for uh, cutting for cutting wood. They all had knives for whittling, for, oh, the, you that, know, dealing dealing with cop food. That, that, um, that's cute. They they had a, a knife for whittling. No, I, I was just checking to see if they had any firearms. So. Yeah, no firearms. Okay. Shall we go? Yes, we shall. We're gonna we're gonna investigate the uh, drag mark. All right. Um, and uh, if, right. if 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 you guys run into tr- any trouble, uh, I guess you now have to yell whistle. Yeah. Great system we have going. <laughs> okay. So uh, the three of you head off into the woods. I'm gonna start with that. It's fairly easy to find to find the trail, uh, the the footprints as they leave the camp. And you know the direction that they were heading based on based on the camera. So you're able to find the trail and follow it. And he pretty much just runs straight off into into the woods. And by woods, you know, the trees are not all that close to each other. It's a kind of sparse woods. So it's pretty easy travel. And so you had so you head off in that direction. I'd say all three of you can make survival test to see how well you can follow the trail. This is going to be fun. Mm. <laughs> I got a great. I think the best I've rolled today. <laughs> Fair. Which is pretty good for me. Yeah, actually, that's a roll for you. Terrible. <laughs> okay. he, he's walking, staring at the gun, going, I can't believe he okay. gave this to exactly. me. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm actually holding it out in front of me and uh, make sure I take the safety off. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so Alexander smart. and Scott have no idea um, where the where the trail is, but luckily Jeffrey seems to be pretty confident that he knows where to go. And so you, so you head straight in, but then at one point it sort of veers off to one side, and so you're just kind of following it. You know, eventually you get into a, a, a bit of a clearing where you where you see what looks like a jury rigged kind of um, lean to. It's it's uh, you know kind of uh, up against. There's there's a um, glacier rock that's just there, and he made it up against that rock. Um, he seems to have cut down some. Um, you know, some branches and stuff and some wood and he's he's made a, uh, a a shelter. And you can't tell if anyone's inside the shelter right now, but it's there. And now I'm going to switch to um, Jack and Carla. Jack and Carla, you follow the drag marks and they go off in a direction that uh, none of the cameras would be would be looking at. And they head off Towards the edge of the water, in a section where right before the beginning of the peninsula, and it goes there, and there's lots of cattails and 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 brush and stuff in that area. And when you go looking in there, you see uh, as you approach, you can see um, the uh, navy blue of 
what might be a sleeping bag. All right. So we'll head in, and I'll head in to grab the sleeping bag and drag it out, drag it out of the cattails. Okay. All right. So you go and and you know, by by working it a bit, you you're able to drag it out, um, and you see the remains of a body, on top of the sleeping bag, and the body, um, it it's it's probably been pecked at and stuff by various animals by now, um, and it's probably got like leeches and other crap all over it. But there is also, um, this body has been hacked up, like murderously hacked up. Chances are it's by a hatchet. Hmm. Well, I'm no forensic scientist, but it looks like someone took a large cutting implement, like a, a large knife or a hatchet, and uh, had their way with the body. But I'll let you make the professional determination of that. No, I think you're right, but it was just the last thing I expected was this. Eh. I was thinking of, like, you know, animal claws or teeth. This li- is a hatchet. You've been listening to the crackpots too much. This is just it, a love triangle. Oh. These guys get all pissed off at each other, chasing around. They're all scared. When, you know, so, a fire started because someone threw something in the fire pit. You're such a man. You're such a typical man. Yes. Yes, I am. <sighs> Well, can we tell who of Chris's is it, group this is? Is this male or female? Yes. Male. Is it Bob or who? Well, we've seen Bob run off on the oh, camera. Oh, that's right. So it's the other one. It's Carrie. 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 Yeah. Well, while so you're looking at the body, I'm going to look around the area and see if there's a set of tracks that lead away from here. Ah, that's a that's a good a good thing to do. Make a survival test. Um, and what are you looking at or for, Carla? What um, are you doing? Oh, go ahead. I rolled a superb. Oh, okay. And what are you doing, Carla? Um, while he Kind of just checking out the body to see, um, am I able to tell how long he's been dead for? He's been dead probably a couple days to, uh, how long have you been traveling? Um, you're on the third day since you set out. Um, so and they were missing for a day or two before that. Maybe, yeah, maybe so three. About, about that much time. Yeah. So, so you think it it kind of jibes up with um, the day contact was lost. Okay. Well, it looks like he's been dead for three days, give or take. All right. I'm gonna continue to look around. Every once in a while, I look over my shoulder, and as she's bent over, you know, checking things out, I'm gonna. Take a good look at the body. Of course. Which body are you talking about? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that uh, I look back and check out the body every now and again. Scout. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, and so yes, you definitely see you definitely see tracks heading off into you know like inland. Booted or barefoot? Uh, barefoot. Okay. So that would mean that would have to be Belinda. Or someone else? Is it? Does it? Do they look humanoid footprints, or do they, they look? Oh, they definitely look human. Yeah. And barefoot. And barefoot. What if they were experimenting with chemicals out here you know, in the middle of the woods? You know. You mean like another get, Jeffrey? 
Yeah, well, Jeffy's over there, you know, huffing freaking deet, so who knows what these crackpots do half the time. So Jack told you what, what, what he saw, and you were just now discussing that. He's at, you know, where he saw the tracks leading out towards the woods. So he's back where, kind of where the bow, where his bow was. And, and you are at the body, look, so you're looking away from the river, away from the water towards him as, as you two are talking. As you two are talking, Carla, you see someone standing quite a ways away past Jack in the woods. And he's standing beside a tree. You would swear it's an American Indian standing there in like tribal clothing. I'm going to pull out my and, pistol and say freeze. And holding a spear. And it turns and runs off into the woods. When you said freeze, Jack, you yeah, you see her aiming a gun in a direction and yelling freeze. You turn around and you look and you see and you see someone dressed like an Indian running off into the woods. Snatch up my bow, knock an arrow, go to my furthest pin, pull a little windage, and release an arrow. Okay. If they're out here and they're seeing this sign and and they're dressed like an Indian, Indians like attack things with, with uh, axes. So this is the crackpot that probably attacked this person, scared off poor friggin' Belinda. So I'm taking a shot at him. Jack's gonna murder someone in front of a cop. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I'm about to shoot him too. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't give a damn. Unfortunately, it was only a mediocre. Yeah, the uh, the arrow whizzes past the person, and and he's running off. Uh, what do you guys do? I want to shoot my gun. Okay, take a shot. What was I doing again? Shooting. Shooting. Shooting oh. gun. And that goes off of what? The gun, gun skill. Gun the gun skill. skill. Oh, that sucks. Shit. Oh. <laughs> We're going to say terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you missed. Um, it, it hit the tree he was standing by, but he wasn't near the tree at that point. Um, all right, so then what do you guys do? I'm going to run after him. Yeah, we're going to chase him down. Okay. All right, chase him down. Not to worry about the body. Uh, it's not going to go any worse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> stay in put. Well, you assume he will. All right, so you do that. You're chasing. You're chasing the Native American. And we go back to you guys. So you guys are in the clearing, and there's this this lean to. What do you do? It's like on the other side of the clearing. So so it's a good like, I don't know, ten fifteen feet away. Well, let's approach it and check it out. Yep, gun drawn. Sounds working. Okay. Gun drawn. Do you have your gun drawn? Yes. Safety off. Okay. I draw my bat. You draw your bat. Okay. <laughs> So you come over to the lean-to. It had kind of <laughs> sort of like shifted. And so so if you want to see what's inside, you're going to have to lift up the roof a little bit. I'll take my bat and I'll lift up the roof. Okay. <laughs> so you do that. And someone is staring out at you, holding a makeshift spear right at you. And he's staring at you with big... Bulging eyes. I come in and peace. You, huh? I come in peace. And he doesn't say anything. What does he look like? Notice he is not alive. 
his arms are holding that thing up because the um the spear is sort of like he, he had embedded it kind of in the ground and it's like resting on him and his arms just he just kind of died in that position he's he's got cuts on him he has uh some of them look like just scrapes from like running badly through the woods is he wearing some of boots? them uh yes he is wearing boots and he's got um he's you know his hands are all like all like cut up he's got like splinters and stuff in his hands he, he the, this whole lean to and stuff he made it in a hurry it's quite clear just judging by the look by all of the marks and stuff on his hands and arms and in in such he's got like a cut on his face that that looks like it might have been a graze from a hatchet but it doesn't look like something that would have been like a killing stroke he's just there there's no clear obvious sign sign or cause of death scott Go in the lean-to and see if he's got a wallet in his pocket. You go in the lean-to. I'm holding the roof up. I'm right. holding the gun. Jeffrey's already crawling in. Digging through all those pockets. Digging through all those pockets. Okay. Yes, there is a wallet. His name is uh, Bob Gowen. Oh, this is Bob. Yes, he's quite dead. Hmm. Yeah. This was Bob. It was Bob. His license, his license picture looks, well, vaguely similar because all license pictures look vaguely similar to this person. Can we see on Bob's body what the killing striker blow might have been? That's the thing. You can't see a killing strike or blow. You know, he's got cuts and abrasions and bruises and stuff all over his body that the, the, the one on his cheek seems to be the worst. But even that isn't bad enough. That was like a graze. So even that's not enough to have killed him. However, you know, his body is wet. He's pale. He's... It could have um, been fear? Perhaps. Heart attack? Is his hair gray? Like, did it go white because he was so no. scared? No. No, it's not obvious what killed him. Why do we always find dead people every time we come out? I can't answer that. All three of you make a perception roll. Heroic, baby. Yay. <laughs> Alexander, is there anything below terrible? Medi- <laughs> <laughs> I got a mediocre. <laughs> I got a superb. And you got a superb. Okay. And and you got heroic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we got a superb and a heroic, and then you did Alexander. Mediocre. Mediocre. Okay. So so you're you're holding this thing up, and you're starting to think, okay, this thing is heavier than I thought, and you're you're thinking about uh, Jeff. Why are you still under there? I'd like to let this down, and that's kind of what's taking your thoughts. Um, apparently, the two of you here. The sound of big, heavy thump, 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 thump. And you think you might even hear a growl uh, coming towards you in the bushes, making a racket. Okay? And the two of you both look around and coming out of the, um, coming out of the bursting from the woods 
becomes what can only be a Sasquatch. It's it's like seven or eight feet tall. It's got the slightly slightly pointed uh, skull on top. It's got you know the the thick brow ridge. Um, it the the fur. You know all the hair. Um, ginormous. It's big and it just like roars at you guys and charges. What do you do? I shoot it. I, I unload my gun. <laughs> yes. Okay. No! You too? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Gunfire. Okay, so here is the here's the thing about guns in this game. In real life, you can empty a ten round magazine in in the space of six seconds. If you really wanted to, you could do that. And the handgun you're holding, Scott, has has ten rounds in it. Um, so, and a combat round is six seconds. So technically you could empty your gun in all six, but here's the way it works. The recoil is going to make it, um, consecutively more difficult with each shot you take beyond the first. So if you fire more than one round, you'll have, um, no penalty for the first shot, a minus one for the second shot, a minus two for the third shot and so on. Okay. So do you, so, um, you know, and, and that, that's why, you know, the police are trained to do a double tap, you know, bam, bam, because the first shot might not take the suspect down. And so for safety, you got to fire multiple times, but you don't want to waste ammo. <laughs> so I'm what do you do? I'm unloading. You're unloading. <laughs> All right. my, my brother's so, not here. And, so, hey, hey, can I use my luck points for this? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, wow. Every luck point you spend is a plus one. I'll be using and you all four. Even if you wanted to spend all your luck on one roll, if you rolled really badly. Um, also, the even if you hit, the higher you roll, the, the bigger the difference between the attack and the defense, uh, the difference between the attack and the defense is the initial damage that you cause okay or or it will determine it will help determine the damage that you cause okay uh, it's the random factor in damage is is how how well did you hit so uh spending luck points even though you hit can actually cause more damage to to who whatever you hit so um so all right so and uh jeff you said you are also taking shots yeah three Three. Okay. So you roll three, and uh, Scott, why don't you start by rolling three, and then and then you can keep unloading if if you need to. Oh, it's all trigger, no aim over here. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. So so Jeff, what 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 are your uh, what are your three shots? Uh, fair, mediocre, mediocre. Okay. Um, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. He's a moving target, so I'm so I'm rolling for that. Okay, um, I actually rolled fairly badly, so uh, it takes a fair to hit. So with the well placed uh, luck points, you could hit with all three of those, because you have three luck points, right? I do. You oh you yeah, do, and you only need to, yeah. So you could you could spend two to bump the other two up to fairs. That's what and we're doing. You have a spare luck point. 
and we are near the session, near the end of the of the game. Um, or so you could burn that well, last luck point to bump it up even more to do more damage. Correct. You um, correct. You could you could bump one of those fares all the way up to good. Oh, let's crank them up then. Absolutely. Let's use all three. Okay, so all three. So you got two fares and a good. Yeah. All right. All right. So what did you do, uh, Scott? For your first three shots. Uh, terrible, mediocre, and terrible. <laughs> okay. Now take three more shots because I assume you're not going to want to stay. Correct. <laughs> That'd be a poor. Okay. Stop aiming at the UFOs. <laughs> He's probably starting at poor because he doesn't have any gun skill. So that'll be a fair. Okay. And a terrible. And a terrible. Uh, that's a Steve. <laughs> that is a Steve. That's a Steve. Oh, a Steve. Okay. Uh, so you said you're emptying. Yeah. You're emptying things. So you can fire three more. Let's see how it goes. Three, six, nine. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Still terrible. Oh, and remember, you're subtracting. I am. You are still <laughs> terrible. And it's still going to be terrible. They're okay. all going to be terrible from this point. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You can roll that one, last one to empty the gun. Terrible. terrible. <laughs> and that makes sense because because of all because of the huge minuses that you've yep. been getting at the last the last several shots. Now we've learned our lesson. So, okay. So what I see is I see a mediocre, a fair, um, the fair is a hit, okay? And the mediocre can be a hit if you use the luck point. So um, the poor, technically, you could go poor, mediocre, fair, two luck points would make that a hit. You've got four luck points because you're Scott and you're lucky. Yep. So four luck points could turn the mediocre into a fair. Yep. Poor into a fair. Yep. And then and then you'd have one more to turn like the 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 original fair into a good. And I'll do that. Okay. All right. So that's that's how you can have fun with guns in this game. <laughs> and luck points. Okay. But what that means is I've got four, five, six, seven luck points right now. So if you don't kill Bigfoot in this shot, he's got a lot of luck points in his attack. Okay. Um, just so you know. All right. <laughs> you guys are so, sucked. I'm just now, <laughs> now let's see the damage done. Okay. I'm going to start with you, Jeff. Um, so with your three shots, okay, the fair... The two fares are exactly what you needed to hit, okay? So that means um, the difference between the attack and defense is zero. So there, so that's just zero for that. But the other one was a good, so that's a one for that. Add on to that the uh, weapon's strength. So if you go to your gear, uh, yes. your gun has a weapon strength, right? Has yes. a strength. What is that number? Plus three. Plus three. So you got three, two threes and a four. Okay. We would subtract any body armor that Sasquatch has. Okay. And which he's not wearing armor. So nothing gets subtracted. So you have two threes and a four. If you look at the bottom of your character sheet, 
the first page, you'll see a wound track. There's yes. um, each level of wounds going from scratched, hurt, very hurt, incapacitated, near death. Um, each one of those has a range of numbers at the top. Uh, three and four are both hurt, right? So you hurt it three times. Nice. See how, see how that goes? Yes. Um, if you'll notice that most people have one or two hurts available. Like you you might have one of those, one of your hurt circles X'd out. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's based on your stamina. So um, he either took two hurts and then the third hurt went up to the next one up, which would be a very hurt. So he either has two hurts and a very hurt, or he has one hurt, a very hurt, and an incapacitated. Do you see how that works? Yes. Depends yes. on what stamina is, right? Okay. So, so that's what you did. Now let's see what Scott did, and then we'll figure out what actually happened to okay. the, this poor animal. And did you put Sasquatch extinct? <laughs> by killing off the very last one. Um, we will find out. Scott, you hit three times. And your what is your weapons? Plus strength? three. Plus three. So that so that ends up being the exact same thing. Okay? So there is no way that he has um three hertz available to him. So there's no way that he has three very hurts. So he is at least incapacitated. Okay? Here is what you see happen. Okay? The Sasquatch burst from the from the forest into the clearing. It roared and charged at you. You blam, 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 blam. The noise was just deafening. Okay? Um because that's 10, 11, 12, 13 shots fired, okay? And when the smoke clears, <laughs> <laughs> what you see is not a Sasquatch, but Jack falling to his knees and then falling onto his face. And Carla had just entered right behind him and is now stopped in her tracks staring at the two of you who are looking rather manic at Jack and now your manic looks just kind of go away and you can see what you actually shot and now what do you guys do? What whistle! did you do? Whistle! Whistle! <laughs> I'm gonna run over and see if he if I can help Jack. I'm gonna run over too, and I'm I'm crying. What did you guys I'll, do? That wasn't Jack. I'm gonna put my gun in Bob's hands. So it look like I did it. Okay, Jack. I need to ask he takes you. the time how to go over. Av- how many available hurts did you have? Uh, I I had no one. Only one. One hurt. One very hurt. Okay. So, so that means, that means, and there were six hurts. So that's a hurt. So that's a hurt, a very hurt, 
an incapacitated, a near death, and then apparently another near death. So you are dying. Yep. Okay. I have first so, aid. That you have first aid? <laughs> I do. Okay, you can try that. It's poor. It's but... poor. Everybody has it at poor. I'm going to spend all my luck points. Mine's at fair. Three luck points. And, and yours is at fair. Yeah, so, I'm going to roll okay. two. So Alexander says he does it first. Yep. So he could try, and he's going to throw all his luck points into it. So make that roll, Alexander, and then, it, and then you can add on yours to that. Okay. So that's with plus five. Superb. Okay, so you were you were able to you were able to definitely bandage up all of these all of those wounds. Okay? I take my shirt off. Uh, so a lot of the a lot of the bleeding. Um, uh, Carla, would you like to try your first aid? Maybe I shouldn't. I mean, I gotta be mediocre. <laughs> Well, you could always use luck points. You can throw, you can throw th all three of your luck points into it, and that goes from mediocre to mediocre, fair, good, great. My only question is, is how much more healing does he need? Because if it's I need to use my bullets for something else. Well, there, yeah, but you could just roll. Okay. And not use luck to, to shoot things, right? Because your gun here. skill is not that bad. I see what he's doing here. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, we can add a my. I have three. I have three luck. He is in such a bad way that, that any amount of healing would be would yes pro would probably be good. All right, so I got okay. mediocre plus my three luck points. Okay, so that does great. So <sighs> fair, good, great. Yeah. Yep. Um, so so between that, um, he is not dying now. He is stabilized. He is going to need a hospital. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to need and a metal detector. <laughs> Probably sooner rather than later. But um, however, now you guys get to get to deal with um, try to figure out what just happened. That wasn't Jack. I, uh, yeah, I didn't see Jack. I swear that was that was that was a Bigfoot. Did, did, didn't you see it, Alex? It was Bigfoot. Alex, you also thought you saw Bigfoot. I said quite. Jack is a bit. Small beastial, but no Bigfoot. We were we were chasing. We saw. Okay, this is what happened. We found Carrie's body. No, oh, you're Carrie, Belinda. Carla. Oh, Carla. You're Carla. We, yeah, we folk, Yeah, that's right, Carrie. I'm sorry, my, my bad. Come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we found Carrie's body, um, and then he, I mean, he was hacked. He was hacked to shreds. And then I swear I saw an Indian. He was standing right there, and I pulled my gun, and then we pursued him. And so wait, now you we're found here. Carrie. We found Bob also dead. Yes, Carrie is very dead. Except for when he shot Jack, I guess, because he's holding yeah. a handgun now, which is quite odd. Yep, we all saw that happen. Did we? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> I know I didn't. <laughs> I'm not and um, uh, at this point, you all hear a noise coming from the trees off to one side. Oh, no. And you look and you see someone standing at the edge of the clearing. And 
it is a woman. Her clothes are in tatters. She's got bare feet that um, look like they're kind of bleeding and rough and rough and like she's been running around in the forest in bare feet for for a couple two or three days. And she's she's carrying an axe in her hand that's bloody. She's got blood splattered all over her, but she doesn't have any. It, but it looks like it's all other people's blood. And she's standing there and she's just staring and she's like, what did you do to him? What did you do to him? And she's staring at Bob. You killed him. Uh, no, we you, killed Jack. You, you're supposed to be ghosts. You're not supposed to be real. You're not supposed to be able to kill anyone. Calm down, calm down. And, we all and, see and, this person, right? And, and she... She's calling you um, Indians or Native Americans, and she starts babbling, and and you know there's like drool dripping down her down her you know the corner of her mouth, but and at first it looks like she's about to like raise the um, the hatchet and charge, but then she just kind of like stumbles. And falls to her knees, and she drops the drops the axe. You can tell that she's like completely exhausted. She's the elements have taken its toll. She hasn't eaten. She, you know, it it's it's just too much for her, and she just kind of falls to the ground and she starts sobbing. I will walk over and we have that in common. The hatchet out of the way. Yeah, and I'll hold the bat up over her, and. I'll yell to Scott. Scott, reach into Jack's pocket and get get a pair of handcuffs. I'm certain he has some in his pocket. I'll just look at Carla. Give him some handcuffs and I'm going to go <laughs> tend to my brother. Oh, that's right. I would have two handcuffs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the cop. <laughs> Had a brain dead moment there. No, Alexander's not wrong. She's thinking, did I, did I bring my pink fur lined ones on this excursion? I did. did I? Jerk. Uh, I'm she gonna, use like, oh, these? I have those. Yeah. Black fuzzies. Okay. Um, so you, I'm going to give uh, him my handcuffs, yes. Okay. I don't know what to do with these. You're the police officer. Handcuffs. Oh, my God. I'll take the, I'll handcuff her. I'm covering you. <laughs> okay. So you handcuff her. And, um, you know, what, all you can get out of her is that she thinks you're Native Americans. She assumed you were ghosts. She is all messed up saying Carrie's name over and over and she thought he was killing Bob. She thought he was a Sasquatch and she had to stop him. So when she stopped the Sasquatch, Bob ran. But then the Sasquatch was Carrie. So that's that's what you get out of her. I'm confused. We're seeing things. Like, we're seeing things that aren't there. There are people there, but we're seeing different things. I'm confused. Right. And what exactly did you see? You said you saw a Native American running and you gave pursuit. Yes. Then, isn't it obvious, officer, what had happened? So it's Belinda that we were chasing. It's perfectly clear to me that this was a Native American shaman who cast a spell upon all who come in here as retribution for King Philip's war. Oh. Changing 
the appearance momentarily with an illusion to look like a Sasquatch, one of the creatures from Native American mythology, so that we would turn on ourselves and the interlopers would kill one another. Couldn't it have just been easy as swamp gas? <laughs> um, Scott. I guess. Now that, now that you bring that up, you can make a, I'd say a ghost hunting test. That's that's a skill. Which Scott? Real Scott or fake Scott? Uh, Scott Benson. <laughs> what what is your skill at that? Uh, I I roll a great. Oh, you rolled a great. Yeah, well, awesome. I, it, it's that great, and I just rolled nothing. E- yep. Even even that. Yep. It's one of the few games where you can roll zero and and do well. One thing you remember from last night when you took an EVP reading uh, EM, not EVP EMF electromagnetic field yep. reading um, you got higher than normal like way higher than normal readings it dawned on you when when with all this talk of seeing things that aren't there and the whole like surreal you know it's like couldn't it be swamp gas and all of this it dawned on dawns on you that high levels of electromagnetic fields have been known to cause hallucinations in fact a lot of ghost sightings in houses you know strangely the ghosts were sighted near kind of near where the um where the uh breaker box is and um, really bad wiring was the cause because it was causing a lot of EMF and they were hallucinating the ghosts. EMF can be caused uh, by natural. It could be naturally occurring. It's not just caused by electrical devices. Um, Limestone is a huge producer of EMF and, and such. So somehow there's something in this swamp that seems to be causing a lot of electromagnetic fields. And you had recorded that at one point during, during the previous night. So while, while I'm there thinking about all this, I'm going to relay all that same message and I'm going to use my phone. We got to get an ambulance here somehow. I, I suppose your explanation could be the cause of it. It's like a mini Bermuda triangle. Yes. Or aliens. Or aliens. For me, a triangle would be more of the logical solution. Well, people do well, this isn't Bermuda. Triangle. It's, so. this, this is still a triangle here. High EMF, high EMF reading. We are going to need to get Jack some immediate medical yes. attention. Yes, though. yes. You are absolutely yes. correct. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Of course. Um, I don't remember any of you saying that you brought a satellite phone. However, the um, camp uh, has a tent full of equipment, and there is a satellite phone in. Uh, Jeff uses his walkie-talkie and just goes nine one one. I will go into the tent and grab the satellite phone and call. Yep. In fact, you know that's that's what they use to contact Chris all these times because all those times because uh, there's like no no cell phone service in here. The EMF it was causing was causing um, 
interference, but also the fact that you're like in the middle of this this big swamp and you know, there are no towers in the area. So yeah. Uh so yeah, you're able to um to call for help and uh, a helicopter will come and and pick up poor Jack. Should they take Belinda too, since she's pretty malnourished? Oh yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. take Belinda too. Yes, yes, Jack and yes, Belinda. Yes, put the crazy hatchet woman in the same helicopter as me. It's great. She was idea. hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I would, I would assume, you know, authorities would come, and and a big to do comes of this. They get studied, and and yeah, sure enough, people can, you know, they they discover that people can be hallucinating stuff and all that in there, and. So after a lot of um, having to tell your story a million times to the police and, you know, th th there will probably still be uh, some criminal charges, but <laughs> um, some re re uh, repercussions for this. But um, ultimately, they do they do think that 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 played that uh, hallucinations and EMF played a role. So so you get. You know, a lighter, a lighter sentence, I guess. <laughs> well, it looks like we debunked the Sasquatch. <laughs> but how come every time this game is played, the unexplained, somebody ends up in the hospital? Because you guys are not careful. <laughs> Mainly the three of you. <clears throat> yeah, I've been very careful this whole time. You've been very careful with your DEET <laughs> ingestion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very careful. It's okay. On day I three. tried to save Jeffrey. I took the deed away and you gave it him another can. Yeah, that probably didn't help. I'm being no. bitched out <laughs> on my hospital bed. You are, yes. How do you yep. I'm not at your hospital bed, okay? <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you had fun. Oh, this was amazing. A great, wonderful, so fun. Brad. So good. That was a huge uh, twist, twist at the end. Yeah. Yes. yes. Put some M. Night Shyamalan shit on us. <laughs> Shyamalan. My jaw oh, dropped. Oh, only I'm not usually known for doing that kind of twist. <laughs> so That's okay. I survived. Which is unusual, because usually when I play games with Scott over here, I usually end up my character dies pretty yeah. pretty oh. often. We Sean Bean him huh? a lot. That's yeah, I get Sean Bean. you give him crappy Bean dice. Bean. Yeah, it's just, and Scott didn't even do damage to you this time. It was yeah, awesome. no kidding. <laughs> I actually Scott. saved his life. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one twist? good thing that Alexandra <laughs> yeah. did. The one thing. You have one job. You finally did it. All I can say is wow. <laughs> great game. Yeah. That was a great game. It was good. It was. Cool. Glad you had fun. Until oh. next year. And and Carla goes home with me because she was so impressed with my shirtless life-saving no. skills. All right, well, I try. <laughs> I tried. I had to try. This is a trend I have to deal with every Monday. <laughs> Usually it's for Lou. Every Monday. Dude, that was a great time. It, it, that was it such was. a good time. Awesome. Such a huge twist. I would never thought of that. We're going to have to do this next year. Yeah. I should have yes. recovered by then. <laughs> Not if I have anything to do with it. Projects, I am writing up, um, I'm writing up a uh, collection of my convention events, you know, for a book to publish for The Unexplained. 
And this is one of the ones that that's in it, along with uh, the one you played last year, the the um, Devil, Devil went, went down, down to, to Jersey. Jersey. Yep, and um, and a few others. So nice. That's cool. All right. All right. I got Brad. some editing to do now. Yep. Yeah. Get to work. Chop chop. Thank you again, Chris. <laughs> oh, you're it was awesome having you. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, both of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah awesome job. Oh, that Chris. was that was uh, one of, one of the best Jeffries I've seen. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. Just the, the the whole bit with the D and the, uh, the alien and, and, and whistle and <laughs> oh, it was great. Great. I love that a character was available. I was like, oh, here we go. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I can have fun with that. And now knowing it's yours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Seriously, the cast is going to hear this and just be like, Chris, you're doing that. We're not going to play this fucking character you made up. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> what, one of my friends who was a play tester of the game before it, before it launched uh, created Alexander. He loved what you did in the in last year's game. And with, with Alexander Scott and um and you know I'm sure he's gonna love love this one you know I I I I just love the take that you that you have with him that that, that whole that whole uh, well, well, well well the the total lack of personal uh, of social skills where you just <laughs> kind of walk in you walk into the client's house and you uh help yourself to their refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> The team calls you upstairs, so you hand the cake you've been eating to the client to hold on to, and you go upstairs. <laughs> it's just fantastic, um, you know. So yeah, th this this has been a great time. Awesome. Take care, everybody. All right, boys. Night. Have a good night. We'll see you. The investigation into the shooting of Jack continues while the rest of the FPS struggle with the injury of their friend. Jack makes a speedy recovery in the following weeks, but the events of the Bridgewater Triangle still weigh heavily on him. Science was able to explain away what they saw as hallucinations. But can science begin to explain how vivid those hallucinations were? It seems this question will go unanswered, and the nature of the Bridgewater Triangle will remain unexplained. Uh, 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 sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. Uh, sorry for the loss. Hello, gentlemen. Is this seat taken? No. No. Johnny looks good. Why does everybody say that at wake? He's dead. No one looks good at dead. He looks like a pizza. Jack. Jack. Sorry. Thanks. More like a toasted avocado. Not original recipe. Extra crispy. You know, like when when you burn a marshmallow.